listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me. It's the podcast where I talk about all kinds of things. I talk about uh, writing and, and books and zombies and uh, nerdy things such as Star Wars and, and Marvel movies and DC movies when those occasionally come out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, so yeah, this is, the, this is my podcast where I um, kind of weekly just kind of hang out and chat, just talk about different things. Uh, normally, uh, I've been, or no, I say normally, lately, I've been trying to do uh, kind of like a theme uh, per month. Uh, you know, something just to keep me on track. Um, and yeah, this is actually, uh, I don't know, like my third or fourth go around trying to record uh, this episode went through some like technical difficulties like the first time and it just like wasn't like wasn't working and then I finally uh, got a uh, segment uh, recorded on my way home from work yesterday um, I just wasn't feeling it though I just wasn't uh, just I don't know man just like I'm like mm. This is the kind of content I want to put out, which if you're a regular listener to this podcast and you've listened to, um, you know, more than one episode, you're like, dude, you care about your content? I mean, I, I care a little bit, you know, like I'm not just gonna just put out just nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, it's normally, normally I'm slurping on some, uh, some coffee some coffee um for uh my podcast uh but i'm not slurping on coffee today i'm slurping on some kombucha which i did not you know it was one of those things like ah, you know i'll try it and you know just like the uh like the the very famous now tiktok uh, the kombucha girl where she <laughs> tries it she's like ah, no uh no um yeah it's definitely uh it's definitely an acquired taste. Uh, there's certain ones that I like, certain ones I don't like. But uh, I am drinking, what is this, uh, hum? Yes, hum, and it's a coconut lime, which is weird because I'm not really big on coconut. But this is pretty tasty stuff. And um, so the big reason why I, uh, I've been digging this kombucha, right, is, uh, and I don't drink it every day. I normally, uh, normally get whatever one's on. Well... I say I normally get whichever one's on BOGO at Publix, but that's not the case because for some reason, some of them have a, a buttload of vitamin vitamin B, like uh, B12 in there. And uh, like, what does it say on here? Hold on, let me turn this light on real quick. Where's my, where's my switch? There it is. Piao. Uh, yeah, we got a vitamin B12 and it's like... Uh, uh, 1,750% of my daily value, so I'm going to be good for a couple days. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, some of the some of the kombuchas I noticed that they didn't have the uh, the B12 in there, um, and I'm like, it makes a huge difference, dude. Uh, yeah, that that B12, that's uh, that's the real deal, bro. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know, man. I'm not saying like I'm giving up coffee because I love it. I love coffee and I love the taste of it. And I'm not like one of those people that like, oh, I gotta drink more coffee. I haven't had my caffeine. Like, there's so many other ways to get caffeine. I like drinking coffee because it tastes good, man. I like good coffee, you know? Are you, you feeling me on that? 
because uh, that's how I am. I'm not just like one of those. Oh, I, I gotta drink this. This uh, like oh, dude, the office coffee pot, dude, is the worst because most of the time, like you know, if you don't have like those pre-packaged like uh, like uh, coffee packet things, you know, or like a Keurig, like you know, whoever's making that coffee, man, could just be doing whatever they want, bro. And man, it's a science, man. You can't just be just nilly willy at the coffee, man. Like, oh man, it's crazy. And uh, yeah, we got a we got an office coffee pot um, at, at my office. You know, I'm not really in the office that much, um, but it's crazy because I know for a fact that most, probably everybody, probably fills that water up with you know tap water, which you know most people do. Most people do. So I gotta get a little bit of that B12. Um. Um, which, you know, nothing wrong with using tap water. I'm not going to coffee shame anybody. I'm not a coffee snob, okay? But it's just funny to me because we have, like, a filtered water machine <laughs> in the break room. So it's like, why why wouldn't you use the filtered water? And if you're like, well, why, wait, why would you use filtered water? Because my wife gets on to me all the time because I'll use the filtered water from the fridge, um, you know, making coffee um, in the French press and stuff like that. Uh, and she's like, like, why? Like, I'm, well, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but tap water, the water that you get from a municipal source, has other things in it other than water. <laughs> that's just like, that's, that's not like a hidden thing. Uh, they're not doing it to be sneaky. I'm not saying like they got like, uh, like secret vaccines or something like that in the water but no there's 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 fluoride and other things in the water that like basically clean the water because i don't know if you know this um if you're in like the third grade you'll you'll know this because you probably just learned about it but uh the water that we get from our tap um has been filtered and cycled through our water purification system, uh, which I actually drive by um, the the main plant here in Savannah every day to work. So um, yeah, so I'm not saying tap water's gross, but yeah, there have been like you know people that go and like test tap water at different places, and they're like, hey, this is all the stuff in your water. So when it comes to making coffee, if you have the option. To make uh, coffee with filtered water, some kind of purified water. I highly recommend it because you're just gonna get it's just a cleaner water, which means it's just gonna be a cleaner tasting coffee, and it's just gonna taste. It, it's it, it's subtle, but I swear it tastes different. Um, uh, it, it, it tastes it just tastes a little bit just I don't know better. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I don't think it's a mental thing. Um, but uh, yeah, and then my wife. Uh, you know, she uh, she got me one day. She's like, "Hey, I uh, I used the filter water finally, and I really do think it tastes better." And I was like, "Yeah, I think it does. I think it does." And she's like, "Psych! I use tap water, you idiot!" Ha <laughs> ha! Got him. <And laughs> she didn't say all that. I added it, but I could tell that was the vibe that was <laughs> coming off in the room. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's my personal opinion. Uh, if you have the chance to use filter water, highly recommend using it. Um, and uh, yeah, so anyways, that's big coffee talk this morning with Josh Vasquez. Uh, that's me. Um, so uh, yeah, man. Hey, so yeah, like I said, I recorded this episode 
several times. Uh, the first time, I was like, okay, I just rambled on for like 30, 35 minutes, and I don't think I even got to what I was going to talk about. I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a part two. Um, and then, like, as I was thinking about it throughout the day, I was like, I'm just going to redo it. So I redid it um, yesterday afternoon on my way home, but again I like this time I was like all right so this time I'm not gonna like dilly dally I'm gonna dive straight into that content um, and uh, just yeah I don't know like sleeping on it I'm like yeah I don't think I, I don't want to go that way either so here we are here we are uh, uh, take three so trying to trying to get this podcast episode out um, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable about this one I don't know I think it's the b12 honestly I think it's the kombucha um, which honestly anytime I say the word kombucha it takes like literally every bean in in me uh, everything everything in me not to break out into uh, system of the down <laughs> and uh, sugar because uh, that's how that song starts out it's like, the kombucha mushroom people sitting around all day and it yeah I mean, every time I'm at the store, every time I'm at the store, if you see my lips moving, just know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm singing. That's what's going on in my head. Uh, so, anyways, I mean, I'm gonna take a take a little sip here, and then we'll we'll get back into the into the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is like this weird thing though, because I do record the show like on my way to work there's background noise you hear you know like change jingling in my little uh drink holder here you hear you know me going over some train tracks and whatnot uh there's like a lot of background noise too um but yeah at the same time like i'm like i don't want to just like put out like an episode where i don't talk about anything hey unless you like those episodes if you do you can let me know several of ways one you can leave me a message here on anchor fm if you have that app and you're using that app to listen to this podcast uh number two you can go to savannah zombie novel on instagram you can drop a comment in any of those pictures um i will see it because instagram will notify me um which is always you know a nice little serotonin boost if you want to throw that serotonin boost my way feel free to um or you can email me josh at savannahzombienovel.com uh, that's actually like a forwarding email. It actually sends it to uh, sends it to my email. So um, if you do send it to Josh at SavannahZombieNovel.com, I will probably reply with a different email. Just a heads up. Um, so if you're like, man, Josh never replied to me. Hey, check all those other boxes because for some reason it might have gotten flagged um, because it happens sometimes. Um, that's one of the things I've been learning. I've uh, been uh, dusting off my, my email list that I started a long time ago and almost like... Uh, re trying to reinvigorate it um, and uh, try to be a little bit more consistent with that I've been doing this podcast um, and uh, yeah I went to go pick up I went to go pick up the the email list and the last time I had sent an email was like three years ago I was like oof big oof um, so trying to be more consistent with that uh, I feel like I've been doing a better job with the podcast 
Um, so yeah, just you know, just trying to get my life in order. You know, just 2021 is is the year of people trying to get their life in order. I, I feel like you know, everybody was like, you know, 2020 is our year, and then 2020 was like nobody's year. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think 2021 is you know everybody's trying to, especially after 2020, it's like well we we, we got to do something after last year. So um, but uh, even though I kind of I kind of had a productive year last year, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Um, but uh well for me um so anyways the thing that i want to talk about the thing that uh, has been been on my mind uh so here's here's the thing all right are you ready for it you ready for the thing okay okay just want to make sure you're good okay so anyways uh so this past weekend uh, was it this past weekend i think it was this past weekend um the uh, uh trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League, aka the Snyder Cut, aka the original vision of Zack Snyder and his Snyderverse DC EU movies. Um, yeah, that trailer dropped and it's pretty sweet. Like some of the stuff, like obviously we've seen a little bit before, which is cool, and I understand why they they have done that in the trailer because one. They don't want to reveal everything, even though Zack Snyder has revealed so much stuff on uh, on social media. It's kind of crazy. Um, but uh, I found this fact out yesterday. So with when he originally shot this film. All right. Um, OK, let's take one step back. OK, so the idea for this was that it would be a five movie like arc kind of deal. OK. Mm hmm. Kombucha is good, man. Coconut lime is just a weird flavor, but I'm digging it. So when he had he had this idea for this five movie arc, right? Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Justice League. I think Man of Steel two, and then Justice League two, right? Or something like that. Something like that. Okay. Uh, but it's like this five movie arc. Uh, it wasn't intended to be. Um, the DC extended universe. Um, it wasn't meant to be like the equivalent of Marvel's MCU, you know, and everything's all connected. It was just supposed to be kind of like this contained five movie deal. Kind of like Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, you know, self-contained, but still, you know, a series of movies. And, um, yeah, that's just what it was intended to be. Uh, so Man of Steel came out. Obviously, some people had issues with it. The whole Superman killing Zod at the end. You know, spoilers if you haven't seen that movie that came out uh, years ago. Uh, and, uh, yeah, some people had issues with that. Um, and, like, you know, different things. But, yeah, for the most part, pretty, pretty well received. Um, obviously fans of Zack Snyder enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, and, uh, I think Henry Cavill is great Superman. And, uh, yeah, so then Batman vs. Superman came out, and obviously that was very de divisive? Divisive, yeah. A lot of people were like, whoa, like, what is this? And honestly, I remember going to see it in theaters with my nephew, and just after the movie was over, being like, what did we just watch, man? Because, like, we've been watching Marvel movies. We've been watching Iron Man. Um, and, uh, you know, like, since we've been watching movies 
Uh, we've been watching Marvel movies since Iron Man came out, right? And like uh, going to theaters and seeing them and everything. And then Batman versus Superman was just so, just so different that it just kind of took you off guard. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm slurping this kombucha more than I normally do the coffee. I think it's because my coffee's so hot, you know. I don't want to sip it too much and plus I sip it where this like I'm just I'm just gulping it down but anyways back to uh back to Zack Snyder and his uh his DC movies um yeah so but uh and you know that was a theatrical cut too so I think it was like two and a half hours long or something like that um which pretty it's kind of long um and uh yeah so I wasn't a fan at first but then, like one day, like I was at Target and I saw that the uh, the Batman vs Superman extended unrated cut. Uh, it was like on sale. It was like on sale for like ten bucks, and so I was like, oh yeah, well, I'll pick it up. I'll give it another. I'll give it another go. Plus, it had the unrated uh, version on it, which I'm like, all right, cool. That's that's kind of neat. Um, I always like uh, like back in the in the days of DVDs. <laughs> Um, I always would rather get the the one that had the uh, the extended cut or the director's cut or the um, unrated cut, the unrated version. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I was like, oh, all right, cool, pick it up. Watch that. Watch the extended edition. It's like 30 extra minutes, but man, that 30 extra minutes adds so much context to some of those scenes that makes it make more sense. And I was like, all right, yeah. And then like certain scenes really start out to me, like the whole like. Uh, beginning scene of uh, introducing like Batman like the whole like it re retelling uh, kind of reimagining of his uh, his parents and all that and it's just a very kind of like dreamlike sequence it's like um, not like what kind of actually happened but almost like how how Batman remembers it and it's very dramatic and very kind of like over-the-top kind of deal um, plus, it's got uh, uh, Dean Jeffrey Morgan and uh, Lauren Cohan from Walking Dead. So um, it's just really awesome to, to see them in there. Um, which hopefully, you know, like if DC ever does a, a Flashpoint movie, uh, they'll bring back uh, oh, Mr. Morgan for, uh, for that and uh, Batman's role in there. Um, so anyways, but uh, yeah, that scene and then the following scene uh, where it's uh, during the, the fight at Metropolis um, that's in Man of Steel between Zod and Superman, but it's from uh, Bruce Wayne's perspective and he's like just rushing in and it kind of had like kind of had some like 9-11 vibes to it because obviously like there's buildings like being like knocked down by heat vision and stuff like that and they're like just crashing into this these buildings and all this collateral damage and stuff like that and that's kind of like where Batman begins to kind of mistrust the Superman and um and uh yeah anyways like this is this is a darker batman man like he's he's seen some stuff man gotham is is starting to wear him down and uh yeah man it is it is a darker movie 
um, like the Dark Knight and uh, the Dark Knight trilogy and all that, like those were a little bit uh, more realistic, a little bit grittier, but still like there was like this kind of sense of hope, like even in the Dark Knight, which kind of ends on like, you know, them, the, the police having to, to hunt uh, Batman and he's framed for Harvey Dent's murder and stuff like that, even though it, like it ends on kind of like this, this down, down note, you know, like it's still like, you know, uh, you have uh, Detective Gordon, is he detective, is he commissioner yet? I think he becomes commissioner, no, he's become commissioner on that one, I don't remember, um, but he, he's got the whole, you know, he's, he's no, not the white knight, he's the dark knight speech at the end. Um, so there's still like that that glimmer of hope, um, but yeah, Batman versus Superman just kind of uh, just kind of dark, and I think that's the whole thing that really really sets it sets it apart. Is uh, yeah, Batman's really dark. Um, kind of wants to uh, kind of wants to. He, he's kind of like wanting to fight Superman um, because he doesn't trust him. He doesn't think anybody should have that much power. Um, and uh, even though like he goes around in a bat suit beats up dudes <laughs> and uh yeah this batman's been like uh like branding criminals and so like once you go to jail with that bat brand you're pretty much dead so it's like batman's acting as judge jury and executioner and at the same time he's all like no superman you're too strong and it's you, nobody should have that much power <laughs> so it's, yeah it's just really dark just it, it i wouldn't even say it's gritty it's just it's just dark um so yeah, and then it just it kind of ends on a downer note too, because uh, Superman sacrifices himself. Um, you know, Batman and Superman they patch things up. They realize their moms have the same name, um, and that's important to them. Um, kind of a silly scene um, in the theatrical version. The extended, uh, the un uh, unrated version doesn't really do anything to you know kind of fix that per se. Um, it might give a little bit more context for for Clark's mom, uh, but uh, yeah. So it, it is kind of weird, but yeah. It I think I think the way uh, Zack Snyder described it is is that uh, up until that point, um, Batman, aka Bruce Wayne, had viewed Superman as this alien thing, as this super powered alien that. You know, he had no bounds and he had no one he answered to kind of deal, like, you know. Um, and it was in that moment when he said, you know, save Martha, which, you know, Batman doesn't know who that is. Batman doesn't know who Martha is. The only Martha that Batman knows is Martha Wayne, which is his mom. So when you have Superman saying, uh, save Martha, Batman's like, why did you say that name? Because in his mind, he's like, "Why are you saying my mom's name? Like, what? What are you? What are you trying to? Like, what are you trying to do?" And like, it's just like it just so happens that Lois Lane just happens to get there in like the nick of time. She's like, and is able to blurt out like, "That's his. That's his mother's name." And. It's one of those things, like, it seemed really silly the first time I saw it. Didn't really, you know, like I said, didn't really change any in the unrated. But, like, when I heard, like, kind of like that Zack Snyder's explanation of it. Now, a lot of people were like, you shouldn't have to explain things after the movie. True. 
but um, with this explanation, it also kind of, it just, it helps. Um, and uh, yeah, so like that was like the first time that Batman uh, realized that, all right, so this is not just some like alien creature. Like he's, he has a mom, you know? He has a mom just like I do. And his mom's name is the same as my mom's name. Um, so there, you know, it was, there's a human connection there. Like up until that point, uh, Batman had just viewed uh, Superman as this Kryptonian, this alien, you know. Um, but in that moment, um, which you know is the pivotal moment uh, at the end of their fight, uh, Batman realizes that oh, okay, yeah, that this, this guy's this guy's human too, you know. Like he's he's got a mom, you know, he's got a family, he's got people that care about him. Um, so, anyways. And it's not so much that they put their differences aside, like, just like that. I think it's more along the lines of, like, a bigger threat arrives with uh, Doomsday. So it's kind of like, hey, we both need to kind of, like, take care of this. And then Wonder Woman just also happens to show up. So, which is cool. I mean, she's kind of, like, peppered throughout the movie. And, you know, uh, Batman's, you know, goading her. It's like, you know, I, like, I know who you are. And I know you, I know you haven't literally done anything. So, which, uh, you know. Wonder Woman 84 kind of uh, kind of messes that up, but we'll get into the whole extended DCU thing in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so uh, anyways, enough about Batman vs Superman. I really could talk about this movie a lot because, uh, like I said, I didn't care for it at first, but the more I watch it, the more it becomes uh, like one of my favorite comic book movies. Um, so, I don't know, if you, like, watch it the first time and you're like, ah, I don't care for this, I'll, two suggestions. One, uh, watch the extended cut, uh, it helps, and then, uh, two, maybe, maybe just watch it, like, a couple more times, like, you know, just give it a couple more chances, um, it, cause it, I don't know, man, it just grows on you, and, like, then you, like, go back and you watch it and you, like, notice something, it's like, oh, I didn't notice that in the first go around, and, yeah, that makes, you know, that makes sense. So, um, anyways, Zack Snyder is original vision, five movies, right? Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and then uh, Justice League. And Justice League, uh, while it is, the, you know, the superhero team up and kind of like the creation of the Justice League, at the same time, like, it wasn't meant to be, like, the Avengers, you know? In Zack Snyder's vision. It wasn't meant to be, like, DC's answer to the Avengers. Because at this time, see, Justice League came out, or is being made in 2016. Avengers came out in 2012, like, the first one. And then Age of Ultron came out in, what, 14, 15? Um, and, uh... Yeah, so, like, we've already had, like, two Avenger movies by this point, by the time Justice League comes out, and, uh, yeah, it just, it wasn't meant to be that. It was supposed to be a part of this, like, you know, this contained kind of universe, um, but with Batman versus Superman, you could kind of see the studio kind of trying to retroactively, 
um, do the whole extended universe. Obviously, Marvel kind of they kind of blew blew it up with with their cinematic universe, which has been really awesome, and they've done a really good job at that. And so many people have tried to, or so many different studios have tried to copy that. You know, there's you know the uh, like look at Universal in their dark universe that they've tried to reboot like what like three times now. And um, then you have DC with their extended universe, which is wonky at, at best. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you, you got a ton of other people that are trying to do it. I think, uh, what is it, Legendary's doing the, the MonsterVerse now with King Kong and uh, Godzilla and, and those movies. Um, so yeah, every, you know, everybody's getting a universe. You get a universe, you get a universe. Everybody's getting universes. Um, so, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's, I don't think that was the original vision for, for Justice League, but kind of due to studio involvement is what, uh, kind of ended up happening. Um, some of that stuff gets peppered into, uh, Batman vs. Superman with the introductions of Flash and Aquaman and Cyborg, um, and, um, yeah, it's just, it, it I mean, it kind of makes sense in the movie, but you kind of feel like it doesn't really fit in there at the same time um but uh because like from what i understand like justice league was supposed to be like the intro movie for aquaman and uh flash and cyborg and it was really supposed to be like a really like there's a lot of cyborg stuff in it which um you know obviously most people aren't even familiar with cyborg you know like and i'm only familiar with cyborg from uh teen titans and teen titans go which are both amazing shows in my opinion <laughs> i love teen titans go it's so funny um but uh yeah and so anyways uh long story short uh or short short story long i think more more like it right yeah this is yeah i i, I don't feel like i i rambled on like the other episodes i did but at the same time it's like hey i'm actually i'm actually this is uh stuff that i wanted to talk about so um they uh, justice league so during justice league um zack snyder has family tragedy happen um and he is like he's i'm basically he's like just emotionally tapped out and he can't like he's like i gotta step down um so come to find out this is the thing i kind of teased earlier and then i like backtracked um come to find out zack snyder had shot like five hours worth of footage for justice league five hours that's a good bit or he had no okay he didn't i don't i don't know if it's he, he shot five hours of footage but he had like five hours five hours of usable footage i think that's that was the, the quote um five hours of usable footage all right which he then edited down into a three and a half hour director's cut and most times when movies are made a director will um you know he will edit it down into a director's cut he'll work with the editor and be like all right this is my cut and then most of the time it's passed on to an editor an editor kind of does some final stuff um director normally has like final say and whatnot um so but yeah he uh whittled it down into a three and a half hour director's cut and then he uh he's like i know that the studios won't go for this so he whittled that down into a three-hour cut so he took out another 30 minutes 
and then the studios came back and said no this is still this this is still too long we want a two hour movie like the last one was too long um yeah people don't want to sit through long movies which obviously Endgame and Infinity War completely blew that up um and uh yeah so he at, at this point was like with family tragedy in, in his life just emotionally tapped he just like I gotta, I gotta, I can't do this anymore. So he stepped down. Uh, Warner Brothers brought in uh, Joss Whedon, who did the first two Avengers movies. Who, uh, as of right now, uh, not looking so great. Got a lot of allegations going on for him. Um, so um, yeah. Um, anyways, brought uh, Joss Whedon in to finish the the movie, do you know a couple of reshoots and stuff like that. Um, due to that, having to do research, there's a whole mustache gate because at this point, you know, shooting had been done. Henry Cavill had moved on to do an Mission Impossible movie, um, and due to his contract with that movie, was unable to shave his mustache for the reshoots. So for all these reshoots, um, any scene where you see Henry Cavill having, you know, just a weird freaking face, um, that's because he had a mustache, and rather than like, you know. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't even understand it because like people literally took his mustache footage and like they did a better job than what the movie studio did. I don't understand that. Like it like didn't look good. It looked weird. It took you out of every scene that it happened in. Um, but yeah. So anyways, come to find out that uh, I think there's like 30 minutes of uh, reshoots in Justice League. So really, there's like only like an hour and a half in that movie that's actual shot by Zack Snyder footage. So there's like, what's it, there's, so there's what, it was five, hour and a half. There's three and a half hours of stuff we haven't seen. Three and a half hours of stuff we haven't seen. So that's a lot of stuff. So Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League is gonna be a four hour movie uh, they were thinking about doing four one-hour episodes, kind of an episodic miniseries deal. Um, but then they decided to do a four-hour movie. Uh, if you're in theaters, there's going to be a ten-minute intermission. If you're at home, you can pause it whenever you want. You know, because that's how that's how TVs work nowadays. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm at work. I'm trying to wrap this thing up. Um, but uh yeah man i'm super excited about this uh snyder cut it comes out next month uh this it's last year was it was rough because like we got no no movies and no marvel movies uh wonder woman 84 came out at christmas i still haven't even seen it because it, it was on hbo max and um i didn't go to theaters and see it um and uh i've, I've gotten mixed reviews on that one some people have said no i really liked it some people are like eh, you know it's okay it's good um, and then people are like, nah, man, it's, it's, it's not, it's not but, uh, um, yeah, so this, this year has been, it's been great. We've had, I talked about WandaVision last week, you know, I didn't even talk about last week's episode, which was amazing. And then, uh, the last three episodes are all going to be an hour long. So I'm super excited about that. That's like the thing that's going to get me through the day. I'm like, all right, one hour of WandaVision tomorrow. I'm so excited. I'm such a nerd. Y'all <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Um, 
But yeah, so we got WandaVision. And Marvel just uh, announced that they're going to be doing a show called Assembled about the behind-the-scenes stuff. And you know I love behind-the-scenes and, uh, you know, all those special feature stuff. Um, so just like Star Wars Gallery uh, with The Mandalorian, they're going to be doing the making of WandaVision. Excited about that. And then, like... We don't. I, we, I thought we were gonna get like a week off. We're not even getting a week off because they're putting that right in between Wandavision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, like, we got the Marvel shows coming up. Justice League drops next month. Um, we got the Marvel movies coming out this year. It's just gonna be a dope time. I'm excited. It's got me like my creative juices flowing. Uh, I'm ready to launch some books because, like I said, I'm relaunching all my books, and we're gonna start that next month. I'm gonna start that next month, uh, and that's what we're gonna be talking about next month. I'm next month gonna be talking about like zombies and writing and and basically all the things that I talk about, everything. But it's gonna be a little bit more focused. We're gonna be we're gonna be aiming for that release date, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. I got the hiccups now. I think it's the kombucha. The kombucha. <laughs> B12 got me feeling good, dude. Um. So, anyways, I say all that to say that. Um. Anyways, uh, yeah, this I wasn't, this was, I feel like this was a productive ramble. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, so Valhalla Books, we just released uh, the first standalone novel, uh, 2B, by author Mark Allen Gunnels. You can go check that out. It's on Amazon. It's available for your Kindle, or it's available for paperback, so you can pick up either one of those um, and support Valhalla Books. Uh, which will be awesome because we're you know we're, we're trying to build this thing up we're building it from the ground up we got the anthology that came out last October now our first standalone novel gonna be dropping my zombie book starting next month uh, going into April and then in May it's gonna be vampire palooza which I have unofficially just named um, because we got a whole bunch of vampire stuff Adam Messer's relaunching his Savannah vampire series and uh, Winstrock's gonna be joining us with his book red sounding um about uh about some vampires on a submarine what that's crazy um so uh yeah and then we've got a ton of other stuff planned for the year we got a bunch of other authors that are joining us it's gonna be fun um yeah so hey check out valhallabooks.com uh join their new newsletter hey join my email newsletter you've been listening to the podcast you're a regular listener i see you listening i hear you um well no you hear me but um yeah Go check out uh, my email list. It's on my website, Um, Hey, guys. Have a good week, and I'll talk to you next time.